0: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.
1: Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by hotmovies.com. Do you want a website where you can see it all? One place to stream your favorite movies? One place with hundreds of scenes with your favorite stars? Then you want to visit hotmovies.com. Hotmovies.com is your one-stop shop for all your adult movie needs. They even have a bunch of my movies, like graphic content, my most recent feature that I wrote and directed for Wicked Pictures. The best part is, by using my code HOLLY, you'll get 40 free minutes. No credit card required. So make sure that you visit hotmovies.com and use my code HOLLY for your free 40 minutes. Already a member of Hot Movies? You can still use my code to get an additional 20 minutes free. That's hotmovies.com, code Holly, H O L L Y. You won't regret it. Holly Randall Unfiltered is also brought to you by Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve.com is like the biggest online superstore for all of your sex needs. They've got toys, they've got lingerie, they've got movies. It's pretty much a one-stop shop for everything sexy. Now, you'll get 10 free gifts when you order one item. Something for her, something for him, something you'll both enjoy, and six free movies, plus free shipping. All you have to do is enter code HOLLY at checkout. That's H-O-L-L-Y at adamandeve.com for your 10 free gifts. Today on the show, I have Tommy Pistol, one of the best actors in the adult industry, hands down. He's been in countless features and won many, many awards for his talents. He's truly such a delight to have on set. So I'm super excited to be able to sit down with him and interview him for an hour. We touch on a wide range of topics such as does he feel like he always has to be funny on set? Cause he is like a really funny guy in person. Um, how the narrative of the porn storyline is developing and how he's been playing some really powerful roles in that. And also he has the best first time I ever shot a porn story. Like, for real. One of the questions that I always ask people on this show is like, what was your first porn scene like? And Tommy's story absolutely tops everybody else's hands down. Let's just say it involves Joanna angel and anal. So without any further ado, I bring you the man, the myth, the legend, Tommy Pistol. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today, I have the very big, elusive superstar, Tommy Pistol. (laughs) Flossed. Well, I hope you're flossed now. I mean, you don't need to be erect. No. But, I mean, it is just the beginning of the podcast. Who knows what may happen, Tommy? (laughs) Oh,
0: something might kick in.
1: I've heard I've got a really sexy voice.
0: You do have a sexy voice.
1: Oh, thank you. There's me just... Fishing for compliments right away, right off the bat. What else do you love about me, Tommy? I know that I brought you here to interview you, but you notice my sweater, yeah? Isn't
2: it tight? Oh my god, Tommy! What do you think about me? I hope it don't pat
1: out from this tight sweater on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> and my bra is totally padded. I'm such a liar. <laughs> I'm such a liar. Tommy, how are you?
0: I'm. I'm really good. I'm really good uh yeah
1: so i was saying before we started the podcast that often when i have male performers on i get a little i usually get like less feedback on social media because to be fair most of my followers are guys and they're just interested in the girls but with you i had quite a few people who were really excited that you were coming on and actually sent me questions to ask you. That's so awesome. So, I feel like that was like a really good sign about, you know, how how popular you are. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I appreciate that. And I know that not only, you know, do the fans love you, but like everybody in the industry loves you. Like lo- like you're everybody's favorite. How does it feel, Tommy, to be everybody's favorite? <laughs> <laughs> it
0: um I, I guess sometimes when people like compliment, they're like, "Dude, you're so good," and mm-hmm. it's like, "Oh, thanks." You yeah. know, like I I know it's coming from a good place, and mm-hmm. like it's really nice to feel appreciated. But mm-hmm. um, I think I kind of I I know I've I've done well, and only like in this industry, I, and I realized that because from the Time that I got in, I seen like the changing of guards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, between yes. like male talent and yes. everything, and um, and it's basically how well you're doing is how often you're working, right. obviously. And this is like the one job you can't really not working, not making money, yeah, so, yeah, or thriving, or like anything. So I really do appreciate all the work I get from mm-hmm. everyone and I've just always had that um I just always wanted to have that like very gratitude humble thank you mm-hmm. uh with whoever I work for for whatever and just always try to be professional and my best and appreciate it and um I mean yeah and I think that's have shown and like along the ways and the more people talk or as time goes on and people come and go and stuff. And it's nice to be still appreciated after 14 years.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that like kind of humility and professionalism and gratitude goes, I think just as far as being able to perform, being a good performer, um, being a great actor, which you obviously are as well, because, you know, having these long days on set, You generate, and when you work a lot, and uh, you know, you, I've talked to my friend, our mutual friend, Mike Quasar, many times about this. Like, we want to be around people that we like. Yeah. You know, people who make our days easier, who make us laugh, who make us, you know, make it not such a, a grudging long day. And especially after an experience that I had earlier this week, and I won't name names, but I had somebody show up two and a half hours late to set and like not give a fuck. And that was so incredibly frustrating.
2: That's rude. So <laughs> rude.
1: So rude. Um, so it just made, it just reminded me of how much I appreciate professional people yeah. and people who care about the job and people who respect your time. yeah. Um, because when you get people who don't do that, it's it's a real reminder of um, you know what it could be like, I guess.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I um, I know I was talking to some people on set, and we were just talking about people and personalities and like showing respect and everything. And I know, like, uh, on set, I kind of I wasn't, I was venting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm around people. I mean, I mean, honestly, like. You know, I'm a dad, mm-hmm. so I don't go out too much. I don't, like, yeah. I consider the people I work with when I'm at work, like, that's my work and hangout time with yeah. people to chat and catch up and what you watch yeah. and did you see this and oh my God, and yeah. So I don't really do too much outside uh when I'm not working because mm-hmm. I'm with my family. And um I remember thinking I was, like, so comfortable I'm around these people so often. Like, I just got to get some stuff off my chest. Mm-hmm. And I know I got probably a little loud and, if, you know, it was personal. <laughs> yeah. But it was only because I felt comfortable being around those people. But then, you know, once I got in my car, I was like, well, that was really unprofessional. <laughs> and, like, just sent a message of, like, I'm sorry, dude. I just had to, like, yeah. say it and I, I've known you for so many years and mm-hmm. vice versa. And we you know this mutual person I'm venting about. And yeah, but then, uh, that was also kind of like, cause that it came back to me because who I was venting about, they did find
1: <laughs> Oh no. And
0: I was like, Oh, well, all right. That's where, you know, work is work. And yes outside.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: lets, you got to keep it separate.
1: So. Yeah. I know. I know what you mean. And um, I definitely struggle with that. I actually feel like I've made a more conscious decision to not complain on set as much as I feel like I did like last year. And also I had a really bad year last yeah. year. Um, and I kind of had this realization that my behavior directly affects how like my crew behaves and how they feel about being on set. And I I realized that there was a time that I was, I was so miserable. Like last year was a horrible year for me and I was super miserable and I was miserable on set. And I feel like I really kind of, um, that, that vibe transferred to everybody else on set. And I realized I don't want to run, um, run a set like that.
0: I think I'm trying to make a point because again, like, I'm around like Joanna Angel. I've mm-hmm. been working from the start. She yeah. gave me my first scene. So you, when you're around these people for so long, it's yeah. like I'm going to talk
1: to you about whatever. Yeah yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You
0: asked me, so right. since you, but I mean, it's just I. I think uh, that's something I'm going to work on too, and because mm-hmm. I know I wear my heart on my sleeve, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so I think. I, I want to make it a point also. And I think it'll make myself feel better. Yeah. But, like, I, in that same vein, like, I also appreciate, because I do wear my heart and my sleeve, and it's pretty obvious, like, sometimes I get the set, and people are like, ah, oh, you're okay, and it's like, ah, oh, I thought I was hiding it.
2: Yeah, but, yeah.
0: You know, but I always try to, I understand, like, this is work, so I always try to always do my best and mm-hmm. be that, like, Kind of like wacky kid in class that everyone laughs at and everything, just to make the day go faster and stuff. Yeah. And so I, I think uh, that's a positive trait I have to like kind of hide whatever's going on, yeah, to get the job done.
1: You definitely have um, like a reputation for being like a funny guy and kind of a wacky guy and somebody really fun to be around and. You know, there's always that, like, oh, Tommy Pistol's gonna be on set. It's gonna be a fun day. It's gonna be hilarious. Like, do you ever kind of almost feel that pressure, like, you have to be funny and on point all the time, because that's what people expect of you? Like, you can't just, like, you know, maybe you come you're like, <laughs> I just wanna be kind of quiet today, maybe a little broody, and like, not not rude, but, like, do I have to, like, it's entertain like every, you guys all like the time? Like,
0: everyone's watching. Yeah,
1: and- like, Tommy, tap dance for us! <laughs> he picked up
0: something, maybe it's gonna drop it on Oh, he just drank it. Uh, he must be sad. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I I think that's an I think that's a nice thing if uh, people look forward to having you on set. Yeah, like because the other side of that is like, oh shit, he's coming. <laughs> right. All right, just let's get this done. Yeah, like, right. so if I could, I mean, the only drawback to that is just end up talking or joking too much Mm -hmm. and i always like say like tell me shut the fuck up yeah please yeah (laughs) because yeah Yeah. i don't know sometimes if it's just i don't know making people laugh is great yeah you know and it's i think for what we do too if like you have a whole experience of joy and not even in the rough stuff yeah you still like find humor and like do something intense but then like laugh about it I think that's amazing and healthy and I know that makes me feel better and like go to sleep better at night because it was always this one like uh, I got to be serious. I got to be angry. I got to
1: be
2: Batman. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, like no jokes or anything. Then it wants to be around that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you have an incredible amount of range. Um, I mean, you're able to play, you know, the funny role in a very serious dark role as well. Um, and I want to touch about, touch on like two scenes that you've done that display both sides that are like my favorite. I think the first one, you're probably going to know what I'm talking about. The funny one, your recent Angela White scene that, like, literally everybody's talking about. Oh, for, for Bang, Bang Bros. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like – has it gone viral? If it hasn't, it should it's, because it's so fucking funny. Now, I got to ask you, were you channeling whatever his name is from – Charlie. It's Yeah, Charlie's Charlie thing. from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Well, Was that the plan going into the scene?
0: Well, they – you know, usually, like, when we do setups, uh, what I'm starting to see now is just so it helps the actors kind mm-hmm. of realize they'll show, like, clips and scenes of stuff and, um, and be like, well, this character in this movie and, like, so, mm-hmm. cause they want to hit certain things, I'm sure, mm-hmm. for the trailers. So that's, mm-hmm. like, you know what's going on. So I think the movie they were showing was Bad, bad Bosses or something.
1: Oh, um, uh,
0: mean Bosses mean.
1: Or Yeah, some- I know exactly what you're talking about It's a great movie
0: So they show that with Charlie and um, Jennifer, wait
1: Aniston, Aniston. Yeah, yeah, she's in it Yeah,
0: so And I was like, oh, I could I was like, oh, I could do The Voice Because I just did this Always Sunny in Philadelphia mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, okay And they're like, do you want you want me to do it the whole time? And they're like, oh, if you can, I was like, all right, I'll do the voice. So it was fun. So
2: the whole time I was just like, oh my God, it was fun.
1: <laughs> And I, I saw it like on Twitter and I, and I was laughing at it. And then I came to set. Yeah. And I think I'm pretty sure, actually, I'm pretty sure it was Kenzie Taylor who's coming on right after you. And she was talking about it on set. Oh. And she was like, I, and she kept playing it over and over again. She's like, you gotta, and the one part that she loved the most was when you jump on the bed, like you go oh. to play. And then you jump on the bed and she like kept, she's like, I can't stop watching this. She's like, this is my favorite part. And she kept like rewinding it to that part. She was like just cracking up.
0: Oh, that's funny. Um, we didn't, I mean, working with Angela White is like, always a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. And she's She's just, I mean, she's like one of those people that is like, let's have fun. Mm -hmm. Like she's, Like, she's done amazing work. She has a great career. Like, everything's good. So, she's not somebody that I've never been on set where she was like, Don't talk to me. I'm on my phone. Yeah. Or like this, you know, like I'll just lay back. And I mean, everybody has some
1: epitome of professional. Yeah. She's amazing. So, So, she's just, I wish, I wish, I wish more people were like
0: her. (laughs) So yeah. So like when I work with somebody like her mm-hmm. and I'm like I think we don't even have to say like hey, let's plan this out. Let's and it's it's like let's just have fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what that whole scene was, mm-hmm. fun. So mm-hmm. it's you know, I've worked with girls who were like, oh I don't wanna do that, it makes me look silly or stupid. And I was like, Yeah, but that's my thing. <laughs> like yeah. let's just yeah. like see what happens and that's what that scene was, and I'm glad. I'm really glad so many people liked it. And we actually were working together soon again for Bang Bros. Oh and yeah. Kind of. I'm like, whoa. How do we talk?
1: About yeah. I, I don't think you can. I, I was actually now
0: like maybe I don't know. She's like, fringing my ass or something.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait. Didn't Little you put bubble? your balls in her asshole in that scene? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done that before?
0: Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I forgot with who I, it's, it's not, it's not an easy (laughs) task.
1: I was going to say, I feel like it's really not easy to do. No,
0: it's not. (laughs) It's, if I get it, I get it. (laughs) But it's, it was like one of those again with her. It's like, yeah, whatever. Like let's just do it. Have some, have fun and make the best scene we can. And like, that's what came out of that. And everything was so spontaneous and. The camera, uh, it was just kind of like, I'll follow you guys. Yeah. Like, let's just do it.
1: I love it when, like, I don't really, like, really have – I feel like that was one of those days that, like, the director was just like, this is so amazing, I don't have to do anything. I just have to point the camera at these well, two. yeah. And they're going to, like, just do amazing stuff.
0: Yeah, that's when, like, you feel appreciated for what you do because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we were out of here, like, so fast. Like, mm-hmm. there's no dragging. I mean, everybody has a bad day. It happens, yeah. but definitely <clears> – <throat> I always like bringing that happy joy, like let's have
1: fun. Like Mm -hmm.
0: it does help. Yes. And if everyone's on the same page, then you have a great job. It's a
1: great day. So it's interesting because the other scene I want to bring up is also with Angela White and that really shows like your the other side that you can play um and this i've talked about this if if you listen to my podcast a lot you've heard me bring up the scene like a million times because i just feel like it's such a important scene and it's was for me like really significant because it was the first time that i was emotionally moved by a, a porn scene oh wow which I mean, never happens, right? Like you never watch a porn scene and then like I I I almost felt moved to tears, and I'm not kidding. So it was the weight of infidelity, and I think for me as a woman who you know always feel like struggles with her weight, always like is concerned about body image and stuff like that. I just feel like that scene really hit home for me. Mm. Um, So you play Angela's boyfriend who is controlling her in terms of how much she eats. And you know, wanting to encourage her to remain thin, and she finds out that you're cheating on her with Carla Lane, who's a BBW performer, and you control Carla in a different way, where you like to—I guess they—they they call it being a, a feedy,
0: feeder, a feeder, a feeder,
1: right, right. So you like purposely feed these these bigger girls. Um, And that's part of the fetish. So it's like controlling her weight, but in a different way, like trying to make her bigger, which I thought was a really interesting commentary on just our obsession with weight in general. Yeah. Um, So how was that scene for you to shoot? Because I remember Angela told me that um, you actually struggled to say the things that you had to say to her because it was so unkind. And so against like your personality.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, like, kind of going, like, off on a character and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a, like, I could scream and say, you know, like, fuck you, bitch, and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not as, uh, to to me, it doesn't sound as hurtful. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But focusing on her weight Mm -hmm. and, like, it's, like, almost a no, you don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. and then you know that i think that was the the struggle that i had a little bit because it was like basically like you're fat yeah you know you're a fucking pig and all these like horrible things like i would never say mm-hmm. but then doing it and it was like whoa yeah and you know we had like a premise of where we wanted to go and what to be said and like actions and stuff so a lot of like what came out was just like at the moment. And then mm-hmm. if it was good and they want to get another angle, then it was like, do it again. But none of that dialogue was really planned.
2: Mm. So
0: when it did came out, like everybody on set was like, hmm. Like, nobody liked me that day. <laughs> <Like, laughs> you yeah, weren't the
1: lovable Tommy that you normally Yeah, are. they're
0: like, you're not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think Craven Moore had like said that. He was like, uh, I don't like this Tommy. <laughs> but it was, it did its job. Yeah. Like, we got the point across, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, of course, like whenever I leave, set, it was like, oh, if I would have done that or this. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was perfect for what it was. And yeah, that was an intense scene. And, you know, bravo to her for like wanting to go to that place and like do something that was a part of her life and like kind of get above, uh, rise above it
2: and yeah.
1: like,
0: put it out there and be like, I went through this and I'm okay with it, and I'm stronger for it. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I want to point out to those who don't know, Angela actually wrote that scene. Yes. So that was entirely her idea. And if you go back and listen to um, my, one of my last two interviews with her, I don't remember which one we talked about it in. I think it was the first one. Um, Maybe it was the second one. Anyways. Go listen to them both. They're great. Uh, But she talked about how, you know, she wrote that from a place of personal experience. Like she struggles with her weight and it's something that is on her mind all the time. Um, And so, you know, it's, it's a scene that's not only like very emotional just in of itself, but it's a very personal thing to her too. So that I can see that that would have made it even almost more difficult for you because you're really touching on a subject. It'd be like one thing if you were, you know, acting at that character to somebody who's never experienced that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I was also like, I guess what came out, like I was also basing on her reaction to it, right? you know? And like, I I remember her saying, like, I kept apologizing. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It's just like in this industry, like bodies, everything. So mm-hmm. like, you know, putting it out there, <laughs> like me insulting your weight and everything, yeah. it was like, whoa, this is. You know, I hope this doesn't backfire. <laughs> 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 but it 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 was the reviews and the fact they got mainstream, like acknowledgement mm-hmm. and respect, was like, wow,
1: yeah.
0: And I think those are like there's so much we could do about like subjects like that. And yeah. I don't think we have to stay to the cookie cutter. And I, I think um the past few years, like the industry has been like branching out more. Like a lot of my quasar scripts are mm-hmm. amazing because they're not this like simple story. Like yeah. they really, they're diving into some serious, you know, issues and feelings and people and personalities. And I think, that's what helps us grow yes we just do the same gonzo whatever yeah then we're never we're never gonna be respected yeah like i think as time goes on like the more we do to branch out as an industry and show what we could do and just not do the norm like it's like i don't know a lot could change i'm hoping
1: i i completely agree with you i've seen such a big shift in um you know, scripts and storylines and where they've gone, um, in the industry, it's been really amazing. And just, you know, having some really talented people coming in and directing and writing stuff. Um, it's been, uh, and you know, who would have thought that porn would become, could become this platform for discussion of like progressive and, and socially conscious issues. I mean, it's just crazy. Well, why,
0: Why not? Why not? Everybody
1: watches it. But like, I I don't think that anybody ever believed that anybody in the industry had the talent or the ability to tackle those subjects. And I think that that, we're proving that wrong.
0: I I think there's a time and there's a pot group of people and we're able to do that. Yeah. And I hope that doesn't go away. I hope it stays and it grows. And like a lot of pre mills like pure taboo, like, a lot of stuff I've done for them, like, did touch on serious subjects, you know? Right. And I'm, I like, I love that. Mm-hmm. And I love doing challenging, something challenging me, or getting, I have to dive deep and, like, kind of find some emotions. And yeah, I, I love all that. And I hope it doesn't go away. I hope it grows.
1: Do you have a favorite role that you've played, or maybe even like, a most challenging role that you were very proud of?
0: Um, well, I'll, I'll always go to the, the Evil Head, the Evil Dead parody I did for Burning Angel.
2: Okay. I
1: was
0: playing Ash Williams, <coughs> Bruce Campbell's character. Uh, I've,
1: I've never I, seen Evil
2: Dead. Oh, oh,
1: I'm sorry. And I like horror movies too.
0: Well, it just came – I think a Blu-ray version came out. Okay. Like a really nice polished version. Maybe you see that. Okay. Or we could see it together.
2: Ooh. Oh, like horror movie night. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, that was a great role cuz I love that character. Okay. And uh
1: Who is that? Can you explain the character a little bit for those of us who maybe haven't seen it? Well, movie?
0: <laughs> Ash and his girlfriend go to a cabin with some friends and mm-hmm. they end up finding a book, The Book of the Dead, mm-hmm. and a tape recorder and they don't really know what it is, so they start going through it and playing the tape recorder ends up releasing demons <laughs> mm-hmm. that were in the forest so everyone gets possessed and ash is basically trying to survive
1: mm. and
0: to get out of there and stuff so it's the way we did the
1: did they do a remake
0: they did three of them and wow. they did do a remake yes
1: I feel like maybe I've seen the remake
0: uh remake did
1: someone get a uh- Killed with a chainsaw.
0: In the face. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like that happens in a lot of horror movies, though. So yeah. I could be could well, that, it with something else.
0: That one was, like, for, like, a minute or two. <laughs> it's <was> just, like, <laughs> sawing her face in blood. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> it wasn't, like, a quick, like, like oh, sh- she's dead. It was,
2: yeah. like,
0: mmm. <laughs> it was, like, looking at your watch, like, wow, that's a lot of blood. <gasps> so I, lo- I love the remake, actually. <laughs> um, so that was a favorite. uh Another one. I was uh, Pee-wee Mike Biscos. uh, Oh
1: God, you played Pee-wee. I played Pee-wee. You did such a good job.
0: It was amazing. I was so proud of it. I was so proud of it, and that when that went up for the AVN at the award show when they screened it, like the trailer, like who's going to win, like everyone laughed when it came on. Right, and I was like, "Wow, this is awesome!" And then uh, Saint Croix, wait,
1: Stephen Saint Croix, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: he ended up winning mm. for playing himself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I That's was like, okay. he's like,
1: I don't think he's in the industry anymore, right. anyway. Well, so, uh,
0: and everyone booed, <gasps> and they booed when he won. And oh
1: no! And then that, yeah, That's and they awkward. said.
0: Not for me. <laughs>
1: well, not for you, but wow. But
0: because of that, I, they were like, we've never seen this before. That was amazing. Everyone loves you. Do you want to host 2015? And I was like, yeah. So because of that little interaction, yeah. that they were like, all right, there's something here. Yeah. So they trusted me. So I was really glad. And cool. I got to host.
1: I want to ask you about hosting the AVN awards. Um, and actually somebody sent me a question, but we are going to take a quick break, um, to hear from our sponsors. And then when we come back, I want to ask you about your AVN award, um, hosting and also like how you got into the industry. That's always like a fun story. And I have a couple other questions up my sleeve, including something maybe involving Ivanka Trump. (laughs) So hang on guys. We'll be right back. This episode of Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by Care Of. Care Of Vitamins is a subscription-based delivery service that delivers the supplements you need directly to your door. Are you aware of how most of us are deficient in all kinds of necessary nutrients, that we just aren't getting what we need from our diet? Do you experience sluggishness, digestion issues, or difficulty sleeping? A lot of this can be attributed to a vitamin deficiency, and the crazy thing is most of us are experiencing this on a daily basis, and we don't even realize it. Well, you can put a stop to all of that. Go to TakeCareOf.com and fill out their quick online five-minute quiz. It'll ask you questions about your exercise and dietary habits, your sleeping patterns, stress levels, and so on. With the information that you provide, CareOf will build a custom vitamin package just for you. And they've recently made a little change there that I love. The packets are now made of compostable plant-based film, so it safely keeps your vitamins easy to take on the go, and it's better for the environment. I personally love companies that take these kinds of ethics into consideration with their products. Personally, I never realized how important vitamins were until I started taking them myself. Now I literally cannot go a day without taking my care of vitamins. It makes a huge difference in how I feel as I go through my day, and it will do that for you too. And if a subscription service makes you nervous, don't be. They make it super easy to either pause your deliveries or cancel them altogether. So go to takecareof.com and use my code HOLLY to get 25% off your first order. That's takecareof.com and use H-O-L-L-Y for 25% off. Take care of your body with take care of. All right, guys, we are back. So, Tommy, what the fuck was I asking <laughs> when we started again? I like teased it and then I I think at the end. Oh, my God. Lanka. Thank you. Wow. It's
0: on your mind. Yeah.
1: Sorry. I'm tired today. <laughs> um, I had a very stressful day yesterday, but we won't get into that. So, Avian Awards. You yes. hosted that with Alexis Texas. Yes. And um Dave Toronto Dave, or Dave Toronto 99, I think his name is on Twitter. Okay. Um sent me a question um, asking you how much rehearsal went into hosting the Avian Awards.
0: Um Well, thanks for your question, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um We did get together a few times. Uh before we went to Vegas for that week. And I mean, like choreographing like the dance and everything, like we really had You well,
1: did a dance? I didn't go to the Avian show. It's, all right. so. it's
0: on showtime, you can see. Okay.
1: I don't uh, have showtime.
0: Nobody <laughs> <laughs> No. <Woo-hoo>! Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love <laughs> Um No, uh, we did get to rehearse, like kind of get an idea of the choreographing mm-hmm. and like what to do, and but it wasn't that until that week. I think a day or two where we had like on stage with like the the dancers, mm-hmm. like we had a few and everything. So just kind of like that was like two days of like really like okay i know i gotta be here when i'm singing this and that Mm -hmm. so we didn't get a lot Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: obviously it went over well so nobody could tell but Mm -hmm. it was the song i did get to learn and like did you sing yeah
1: that's so cool you were in a band right
0: i was in a band but that was more in new york that was like a screamo kind of throat <laughs> like jump around crazy but Amore,
1: uh, right
0: yeah yes uh that was a, i did that for like 5 years that was amazing so um but this was different definitely, definitely different singing. um yeah we didn't get a lot of rehearsal and until the day of but i did get to learn the song and as much as i can and right before you know, I was gonna go out. I was told like, don't sing it. You know, and I was like, okay. And then I just went out and sang it because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, my voice could have cracked. It could have went crappy. So it was kind of we wanted to do more of like a talky kind of. Okay. um But I ended up doing whatever i could do so and it went over well so
1: yeah the so the avn awards um i've noticed there i mean there's a teleprompter which is understandable yeah Uh, did you have any say in what you got to say because i mean forgive me and it it doesn't matter because avn doesn't care about me um but (laughs) the jokes that they write are just often so terrible and I sometimes I wonder when I see people up on this stage I'm like oh you gotta say that you know what I mean like is there a part of you who's like do I really have to make this joke like you know it's really bad
0: um I know there was a few things cause we did like get to sit around and go over stuff and Mm -hmm. who's going to say what. And like, we, we did get to put our two cents in. It wasn't total like say this and that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, so we did have a lot of range. And I think that year was a big year because they cut the show like almost in half. Like Mm -hmm. uh, they brought in new people, like so much was done different that, it just all fell together and Mm -hmm. it was like perfect Mm. like from the lighting and again the show being shorter and more kind of punchy and Mm. like i know in the beginning like when they do the the little skit in the beginning introducing the show like i made a point to like say don't like um the host who was mm-hmm. uh, hosting it. Um,
2: I don't know who it is. I forgot. Whatever. See, that's matter. where I'm at. That's
0: okay. <laughs> uh, but I was appreciated. She took my advice and, like, just don't come out and say, like,
1: girls, who loves Big Black Hawks?
0: <laughs> you know? Was it a
1: female comedian? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Kate Quigley, was it?
0: No. Okay. No. But um, I, I appreciated, like, she came out. And like, kind of took advice, and mm-hmm. like, you know, wasn't just like this. I'm gonna do whatever and say whatever. I was mm-hmm. like, my my two cents was don't like make us laugh. Mm-hmm. Don't try to relate to us, and just mm-hmm. don't like kind of like a few people could get away with that, but like, we're here to laugh and yeah. like entertain us. Right. Like we. You know, we literally bust our ass like all year. Yeah, for, for this, this one. Sh- night. Yeah, this yeah. one night. Mm-hmm. So don't like make us laugh. Like,
1: yeah. And
0: it, it, I, I thought it went over amazing, and yeah. like a lot of people still say like that year was like still like a very an amazing year for that show. Yeah. So I appreciate
1: that. Do you know how many AVN awards you've won? Do you have a counting total <laughs> in your head, or is it just so many that you well, can't um, you can't even remember?
0: Between, I mean, I do have a handful. Between XBiz and ABN, uh, I I do have more than 10. Do I you have a that. shelf
1: for them in your house?
0: They're spread out around the house. <laughs> I got some in the fireplace, some in a bookshelf, some in my uh, box. I think mm-hmm. I've lost some.
2: <gasps> oh, I no. think I, no,
0: I've, I mean, I know they're here. Yeah. They're within the, somewhere in the house. Yeah. I just have to find.
1: <laughs> Is there one award that meant more to you than the others for any specific reason?
0: Um. Well, I mean, definitely like I won best actor a few times, mm-hmm. but uh, again, like for evil head, like being that's such an iconic movie to me, and like mm-hmm. I worship like Bruce Campbell and like his comedian timing, timing and everything. So for me, like that movie meant so much to do it so well. Mm-hmm. Like I really put myself in like as much as I can into it. And yeah, the fact like I walked away with a AVN for that, I was really really happy. Yay. So.
1: So let's uh back up a little bit. Let's talk about how you got into the industry. So you started off in New York, and you were in a sketch comedy group. I
0: uh, yes. So I started off in a sketch comedy troupe called Cheese Theater Productions, mm-hmm. and we all were friends. We all went to the same high school. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and it was a high school for students on the verge of dropping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like continuation a l- school. I think <laughs> is what they call it, right? Like,
0: yeah, it was, like, your last chance yeah, to, like, chance. we're not going to ask much of you. <laughs> Just come so we can mark you here. And if you can't do that, then, got like, good luck. <laughs> so, but in that school, I also met, like, the most talented people ever. Yeah.
1: Like, like, people that maybe weren't necessarily, like, academic. I mean, that's kind of my yeah. issue with school a lot of times is that, you know, you have to do well in all these different subjects to succeed. But people have different um, things that they're good at. And it's like yeah. it doesn't take into account, like, maybe what your strengths are.
0: I hated school. Yeah. I, I I was bored. I couldn't focus. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, if you can't keep up, you fall behind. And then, mm-hmm. like, they're just passing you because you shouldn't be the oldest kid in school fucking second grade I don't know yeah <laughs> I, so I hate like school was like nah, but anytime I got to do anything like more physical or with hands even work like I loved doing more of that mm-hmm. I just didn't absorb the crap they were showing and like right honestly most of the fucking history <laughs> I've learned when I was younger is like all shit now Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to rewrite it. The Indians volunteered to me. (laughs) It was like, "Are you fucking serious?" (laughs) (laughs) But nobody was talking about that. Right. So it's like, now I have kids, like two boys, ten and eight, and they're in school and they're learning. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, you can argue, fucking a lot of this. Mm -hmm. You know, and
1: are they still learning? Like they they must have changed the way that they're teaching American history now. Yeah. Well,
0: even like the school had a vote for Columbus day of, and they were like, that was, we the- still go to school. Yeah. Like, cause we don't, that was a bullshit yeah. thing. Like he's, yes, he did stuff, but it was all, he was a horrible fucking yeah. person. So yeah. I kind of, I like things are being pointed out mm. and I like, uh, history and like kind of not just here's the, that's it. Don't yeah. question anything. Yeah. I think that's garbage. And I mean, now I'm like, So I talked to my kids, I was like, you can ask, you could not follow that, or you could say what you want, or Mm -hmm. like, ask them why.
1: Well, just think about how different it is nowadays for us, you know, for, for kids nowadays as it was for us, because now you have the internet. And so you have so many places to explore other theories, other stories, other opinions, whereas, you know, when we were in school, it was just like, whatever your teacher told you. Well,
0: I didn't think we had an opinion no, then, right? No, it was kind of like, well, this is what it is. Memorize this, yeah, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, yeah, and then you just went on with life, but yeah. I mean, now it's like, kind of like, oh, well, what they've told us to eat, the whole fucking food pyramid.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. I was talking to somebody about <laughs> that the other day.
2: Like, it was like, like,
1: complete, yeah, and it, it had so much to do with like lobbying and the FDA, yeah, yeah, yeah so like, farmers just and- as.
0: As we get older, just everything was lied to and <laughs> fucking bought and bullshit. Yeah, and it sucks. Yeah, and like I'll talk my kids. I was like, "You're in. You're growing up in great times, but really weird times." Yes, because everything I was told, I almost feel like I was lied to. Yeah. So, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll help you along the way, but God, good luck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, um, okay. So sorry, we went off on a tangent. Um, so you were in sketch comedy. Yeah. So what, how did, how did you move into the porn industry from there?
0: So doing, uh, uh, we've been, we were doing sketch comedy for a few years now and I forgot how we saw it, but basically we came across, you know, like trauma entertainment, uh, Lloyd Kaufman, toxic Avenger, classic Nikamai, like very, like he's made some of the, the best worst movies ever Mm -hmm. and like B movies B D Z like they're, they're, they're amazing for what they are Mm -hmm. and unique in that way. Mm -hmm. And he honed in on that. And honestly, like a lot of people getting into film, like have learned so much from him. Mm -hmm. Like he put out a DVD, like do make your own damn movie. And it's like, I'm not going to bullshit you on how to make a movie. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's what people need to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, they go to, like, film school and jump, drop, like, $60,000. And it's like, okay, you can read a fucking light meter. <laughs> but yeah. you're not making a movie. Yeah. Like, you're a PA. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. So. I went to Brooks Institute of Photography and everything that I know about photography I learned in the field, not yeah, from school.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So we found Trauma, and we sent him a tape. I for, I think they were asking for tapes or something but through that I met Doug Sackman who I've been friends with since then and we sent we sent him one of our comedy tapes and we were like oh is this funny and like Doug showed to Lloyd and he's like yeah I, I guess
2: I guess <laughs> <laughs> so
0: then we ended up working together and like we were on like Chomedey TV for some episodes I ended up going to cans with them One year. That was insane. I had sex with a midget.
1: Wait, wait, what? Wait, hold on. Yeah. (laughs) Can can we talk about that?
0: There's not much to talk about because she, I was like, oh, let's, all right, it's happening. I was like, can I keep the light on? She's like, no, shut it off. I was like, oh. (laughs) But that was the whole magic. (laughs) (gasps) So. So that happened. It was a crazy, insane wow. trip. I loved every second of it. Um, but So becoming really good friends with Doug, mm-hmm. uh, years go by. We still work together on projects and everything. And then um, I find out Doug is promoting a vodka filter they had at the time called Grey Kangaroo. And jo- Joanna Angel, Burning Angel, they were hosting parties. So mm-hmm. they became – Partners of like, we'll provide the vodka, you provide the girls. Mm-hmm. So then going to the party, I was like, whoa! And I, I think I just got a computer. And so it was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> the world, and I was like, I
1: opened up suddenly. Yeah, because
0: I had so I would used to like give my porn away by like shopping bagfuls because I had, I loved porn. I uh-huh. was like, like yeah, I jerked off a lot. What do you want? <laughs> Fight me. (laughs) Like, so when I got a computer, like, and I stumbled on Burning Angel, it was like, oh my God. Yeah. And then when, like, being in the same room, I was like, this is awesome. Like, and I dropped to Doug. I was like, you know, I kind of wonder if I could do this. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, let me try. It. Is this a,
1: have, is this something that you had been entertaining for a while? I
0: I mean, what guy doesn't? Yeah, wonder so. for a second. Like, yeah. can I do this? Yeah, and I was always, like, did sketch comedy. I think I was doing Thai boxing at the time. Band. So I was. I always kind of did what I wanted yeah. in a way, like in a safe, kind of responsible mm-hmm. way, um, like stunt school, like all these things. I always wanted to try it mm-hmm. at least once. And if it mm-hmm. sucked, it sucked. So Doug introduced me to Joanna. <laughs> and then she was like, all right, let's, um, like we set up a meeting at some bar in Williamsburg. And she was like, it was so awkward. <laughs> Cause seriously, she's like I never interviewed anyone before uh-huh. for this. And I was like, I never been interviewed for this. She's like, do you have, Bob wire tattoo? And I was like, no. She's like, if you did, I couldn't.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. That was like her thing. Yeah.
0: She was like, I just can't. I was like, no, that's disgusting.
1: <laughs> I love that that was like her line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was
0: like her first question. And then she was like, Well, how like big are you? And I was <laughs> I I think I remember like moving her hands and <laughs> it's like, right. I was like, that's that's about it. <laughs> She's like here, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so she she decides to go with me, and she went with me only because two of the other guys were like douchebags, and like I think one guy she walked in, and he was like a junkie, and she was like, no, <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. So, and then she was like, all right, if we do the scene, you have to have like shave your body hair, and I was like, whoa, okay. So, I was like, like
1: all of it, yeah,
0: I, that's what she asked. And
1: Not your legs,
0: everything. Wait, fuck off, really? That's what she said because she's starting too. They they've only been modeling; they weren't shooting porn yet.
1: Okay, so she was like at the cusp of the beginning of her career. Too. Yeah, wow, I yeah. Didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, so they only had the site going on for a little bit, and obviously they were contending against Suicide Girls. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "All right, how do we?" How do we step away or how do we like do something different? Yeah. And so like we're gonna make a porno, burningangel.com, the porno. Mm-hmm. You know? And um so she that was her advice, just shave everything. And I was like, all right, so one week we're gonna shoot shaving everything gets canceled.
2: <laughs> I was like,
0: all right. So then another week comes. Gets canceled, still shaving everything. So then the third week <laughs> –
1: just think, have, like massive ingrowns by now? Like, so the third <laughs> week, Razor f- – Yeah.
0: The third week we go – We're going to meet up at a hotel – At a like a themed hotel in Manhattan, which mm-hmm. I didn't know existed. But so it was so weird. Like I get there early. I think I'm texting people. I was like, oh, my God, it's
2: going to happen. It <laughs> was so crazy. <laughs>
0: and um, – <laughs> And I remember, like I remember sitting on a bench and waiting for them to say, Oh, we're here, come over. Yeah. So and it was so weird because I was sitting next to old people and like they were feeding pigeons. But when <laughs> I get up to leave, like one of the old people say, like, good luck. And I like it's not like I was talking with them what I'm about to do. Yeah. But they just said like, Good luck. And I was like, Okay.
1: That's, that's so bizarre. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was. And then I go to the hotel. And they're outside and like, oh, we got to cancel again. Like all the plumbing's messed up and everything. I was like, okay. (laughs) It's like I've been shaving my body (laughs) for almost a month now. I can't take this anymore. Can I call a friend to to hopefully make this happen? (laughs) She's like, "Uh, okay. So I call my drummer and I was like, dude can I use your loft for, to shoot a porn? I was like,
2: yeah. I mean, he was
0: like, but I'm not home, but my roommate is. I was like, done. Uh, so we go there and like, like this is the first time we're actually like hanging out with yeah. each other on a ride. And yeah. I'm like nervous, you know, jokey and everything. Yeah. And then, you know, the loft was like, it was had high ceilings and everything, mm-hmm. but they go to the roof and they're like, there's graffiti on the roof and it's cool. And they're like, oh, let's shoot on the roof. Like the photos, and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. So my friend comes home from work, and we're all like giddy. <laughs> we're like, oh. <laughs> oh
2: my God, you're gonna do it. <laughs> you know, he's like, I know. <laughs> so, and then
0: Joanna's is like, we're gonna shoot on the roof, like sex on. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> as long as it happens. <laughs> yeah. <'cause> my body. <laughs> So there's people on the roof. There's like, a, I think there's a guy and two girls and we're like, Hey, we're going to shoot something up here and we can't ask you to leave because you live here, but you can stay and watch. And they're like, Oh, okay.
2: Oh my yeah, God. Sure. And we're
0: like, so <laughs> the second, like we go to turn around to what, like to start, like remember looking over and they're like, everybody's on their phone. Like, oh. <laughs> so we start shooting. It was just, Me and Joanna's first scene was the anal scene. So, wait,
1: you were working with her?
0: I was working with her. Okay. So. And it was anal? It was anal.
1: Jesus Christ, She's like,
0: if I'm going to, well, she's like, if I'm going to do this, I got to, like, do it. Yeah. Like, just put it out there. And, like, I could do this and be a badass and everything. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it too. (laughs) So, while we're shooting, being we had these, like, Fucking uh Home Depot like lights because they didn't have like, <laughs> right. studio lights. Right, right. So we're blind, but we can't see anything past us, but we keep hearing the, the fucking emergency door open and close, open and close, open and close. <laughs> so while we're fucking people from the building are coming up. Oh my God. And then eventually, like my friend is there and I see him with his roommates and they're having beers and like from the corners like Everyone's joking. So we finished the scene. Come, everything went perfect. We're done. Fucking 30 people, round of applause, (laughs) watching all these people from the building came up to
1: watch us. Oh my god. And that
0: and that was my first
1: scene. That's insane. I've never (laughs) heard a story like that. It was Crazy. How did you feel in that moment?
0: I I just remember like I was just happy when it <laughs> happened, like finally it happened. Yeah. Uh I was kinda like, this is crazy. Like I I just remember being like kind of dumbfounded, like, I can't believe I just did this. Like, yeah. this is insane. But also like that was amazing. Like it was fun. She was like gorgeous. I I think Joanna looks so, like, amazing now. Like, her body, everything. I think she's, like, found reverse aging. (laughs) Whatever it is. (laughs) But uh, I was just so happy that – and, like, confidence-wise, like, Mm -hmm. everything worked. And Mm
2: -hmm.
0: it was, like, one of the best feelings. It was, like, accomplishing, like, a huge thing. Like, I did a – theater show
1: yeah <laughs> i mean you did pretty yeah Big audience. i didn't
0: expect that yeah <laughs> but it was it was amazing
1: so wait was this joanna's first scene as well
0: yeah wow. she did uh That's i amazing. mean she did modeling and no
1: i know I, I know that she started off doing like nude modeling yeah. i knew that but and like I, she, she might first? have
0: done a solo but as for like a boy a boy girl sex scene, scene yeah
1: that's amazing. Yeah. And it's so incredible too that you guys are both still in the industry and you both still work together a lot.
0: We we talk about it because we're like, of course. hey, si-, like I call her sis. Yeah. Because we've been through this so much. Yeah. And like so much through our times has happened and everything. And like, you know, I mean, we don't hang out a lot, mm-hmm. but I know like I love her. Yeah. And I know I get this like she has the same feelings and she, i just think the world of her she's yeah. amazing and the fact all that she's been through and still like holding down this status of like mm-hmm. professionalism and, and everything is mm-hmm. like i respect her so much
1: she's um yeah she's incredible she write she's such a great writer like the concepts yeah. and stuff that she comes up with like I don't know, I, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for her another new trailer that I loved um was Alina Lopez and like the babysitter auditions with her and aaron i didn't I didn't oh, it's see. so funny. it's yeah. like so they're basically interviewing her for a babysitting job, and then they get like really serious about how she needs to be. Um, inspiring and inspire their child to do art. And then it just goes off on this weird tangent where they're like, you know, painting is art. Music is art. And then Aaron goes, twerking is art. And then he starts like twerking. And then like it cuts to like she's like Somehow they convince her, I guess, to do a strip tease. Again, this is just a trailer. So, like, I don't really know how it gets there, but she's doing this seductive strip tease and suddenly there's like, you know, um, special effects smoke in the air and like they're like writing notes on like her strip tease and there's this crazy music play. It's just, it's so funny. It's just so ridiculous and it takes everything. You know, she's so good at taking, um, something that, you know, can be very, very silly. Um, most of the time porn and like poking fun at it. You know what I mean? Like she really brings out the humor in our jobs and I love that. Well, I mean,
0: I know when they were coming out, like Vivid had like alt porn. Yes, I remember that. Like, Mm -hmm. and I mean, for to obviously come from nothing into this industry and kind of make a name and then like making it, Oh, this is what I'm known for. Like, that's a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's kind of always just, this is what I want to do.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: this is how I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And like the fans came, you know, yeah. she kind of played literally. By the rules. <laughs> hey, <ooh. Ooh>,
1: sorry. <laughs> I had to throw it in there.
0: Uh, yeah. Thank God they did. Right. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> then, that is definitely what we want.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, she's just always um, down in her way, which she got to respect. And now she's at a point where she could still do more of whatever she wants. So God bless her.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I love that's such an amazing. That's like my that's my favorite first scene story i think i've ever heard and i've oh. heard a lot of them because i always ask people that on like what was your first scene like because i feel like that's just a pivotal moment yeah you know obviously in your career and your life and that's that's definitely the best one i've ever heard and i love that it was with Joanna too that's so great
2: yeah
0: i i mean like those beginning years are so crazy mm-hmm. it's like we did uh another scene in like the band i was in we had a a, a bus like a mm-hmm. short bus That we turned into like a – we shared with other friends and everything Mm -hmm. for touring and stuff. And uh, we were shooting a scene in it and we were like down in Brooklyn, I think by the water, and like a bunch of like acidic Jews like kind of swarmed the bus. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off, really? Yeah. And we were like, this is stupid. And we were like. And like, there's banging on the windows. <laughs> and we're like, all right, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> They're gonna put a rock through. <laughs> That's so funny. So that was insane. Like, we did Repenetrator, the Reanimator parody.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. I have also never seen that, the original movie.
0: Well, that ended up winning um, like most outrageous sex scene yeah. in like 2006. So. That was like, whoa. And then that fucking thing has had such a history. Like, it's played in theaters. We've done live shows
2: wow. of it.
0: And we did, like, a tour. Like, the show is in New York and in Chicago.
1: What do you do in the show? Do you, like, show clips from the movie and then talk well, about I it? Well, I think
0: it's kind of playing, but we're kind of, like, acting it out while <laughs> it was happening. Like, there was a fucking theater and people. And we had, like, uh, blood... Doug helped put that together. Uh-huh. Uh, but we had, you know. But you didn't f- act out the sex scenes. No, we didn't have sex, but we, like, dry humped and everything. So, <laughs> but that was insane. That's like, so funny. Yeah. It's that Repenetrator has, like, <laughs> done so much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but,
0: yeah. So I've been through so much with Joanna. Like, Joanna's Angels. Mm-hmm. Uh the like the movies, like the kind of a Charlie's Angels thing she mm-hmm. was doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's just hours and days of just like insanity and fun and drinking and everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It sounds it, like you've had a lot of fun with your career.
0: Yeah. Um, if anything, I could definitely say I've laughed a lot. Like yeah. I'm very, yeah. Uh, I mean, with the comedy and everything, but I i don't – I find I laugh more now, but I know, like, I don't know, life is stressful and being a parent is mm-hmm. stressful and just so much stuff. But, like, I've definitely laughed a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what advice would you give to new guys who want to get into the porn industry?
0: I've been getting a lot of – uh way more emails now about getting into it. Some guys I, from like India. Like, oh God, I get so many. How do I get into it? I was so like, first many of those. leave India <laughs> 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 because it's banned there and I can't help you. <laughs> you're kind of, you're, you hit a wall yeah. trying to do that. Thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Um, everyone I always say, I was like, look, start a snapchat start OnlyFans. OnlyFans. like Twitter's the best place to like get to talk to people and stuff mm-hmm. be humble don't be a, a douche because nobody needs you and mm-hmm. I like I realized that a long time ago like nobody needs me I want to make them want me like I, yeah. that's my goal yeah. like if I keep getting work it's because people want to use me
2: mm-hmm.
0: they don't have to I know that mm-hmm. so I've never like, that never got past me. Of like, oh, everybody wants like, mm-hmm. I'll work forever. It's like no, yeah, I know. It's like, <clears> an <throat> expiration date. So until that point comes, like, I just I want people to want me yeah. to work and to be around. So I always just tell people like, I don't care how whatever size dick you think you have or how good you fuck. Like nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just it doesn't matter, and you're not gonna impress <clears throat> any of these girls mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. You know, like just calm the <laughs> fuck down, dude. You yeah. know, like there's no technique you have that's going to wow anyone.
1: Right. <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to I'm going to dispute you a little bit on oh. that because I have a little confession to make and it's kind of awkward for me to say this. Um, but you know, I've only besides the time that I shot you for for Mike for that wicked movie, I've only shot you once for a production that I was directing. Yeah. And I have to say, and it was for Naughty America, and it was Casey Miller. Um, Teens love come <coughs> because they sure do. Who does just- Who doesn't? <laughs> and I have to say when, and you played like the older professor thing. And I have to say that when the scene started, I might have gotten a little bit turned on. And that doesn't ever happen. And it was entirely because of you and your dialogue during the scene because i'm a very auditory person yeah and for me it's about what the guy says which is why it's so hard for me to find good porn because they never want the guy to talk right yeah. they want it to be all about the girl but i want to hear the guy talk like that's what gets me off and just the, and also too, like I have a thing for professors <laughs> and just so the whole, the, and the way you stayed in character and yeah. the, I was like, this is kind of hot.
2: Oh shit. And, Thank you. So, and
1: honestly, like, and that, and people ask me this question all the time and I get so annoyed when they ask me, like, do you get turned on shooting? I'm like, no, like you have no idea how much I don't like for me, it's just a job. And it really yeah. is like that 99.9% of the time. But I, I won't lie. When I shot that scene with you, I was like. Kinda of like that. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: oh well, there you go. So there
1: you go, Tommy. Oh, I appreciate that. You Thank are you. so welcome.
0: I mean, I always. I I mean, I have I have what I have. Mm-hmm. I know I gotta like work, make it work, and everything. And I gotta <laughs> that's the work. most
1: important thing. Yeah, you know,
0: like I can't just like hang back and be like, here's twelve inches. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but those guys like often are like very. I've been with guys with with big dicks a couple of times, not often, and honestly, it's really not my favorite thing. Um, I, I don't enjoy it. It's it's too much for me. But yeah, I find uh, them they can be quite lazy sometimes.
0: Yeah, they
1: don't need to do anything. It's no, like, it's like hot chicks. You know what I mean? Like they
0: don't need to. Yeah, like, it's work just that like because they're
1: like I'm pretty. But
0: you're having sex with me. Yeah, it's like and
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: uh, well, thank you. I appreciate. That. You're welcome. I I always, uh, unless I'm told not to do a specific thing, mm-hmm. like I'm always gonna go to my go tos.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I I think kind of like keeping the clit moist and pinching it
2: mm-hmm.
0: is a great sensation. If some if they say I I'm like always whispering like do you like that is mm-hmm. this good yeah what do you want like right I I mean there's scenes where you just go through it but you know, obviously I want to always put out the best I can. Mm-hmm. So like having that talk before, what you like your yeses and noes? What are you okay with? Right. What do you like? What gets you off and stuff. Right, right, and right. You know, and sometimes you get an answer. Where it's just like, whatever, anything, just mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah. anything. Oh, I'm going to hit you with a chair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> what, so odd. What do you mean?
0: You're not getting off. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like when people give feedback because, mm-hmm. We're putting on a performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, in all honesty, it's a fantasy, and so if we can make it the best we can, then why not? Yeah. You know? But I like <gasps> to gift the gap too. Yes. Like I I could talk. I could keep it going. And yes,
1: you're very good at that. Oh, thank
0: you. I think if uh no, if they don't tell me like all right, shut up or calm down, yeah, or, yeah, then I'll keep it going. If it's hot, yeah,
1: know, then why not? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Tommy, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate oh. it. I appreciate your time. And um, this is a great interview. Thank I really you I enjoyed so myself. Much. I hope you did
0: too. I did. Thank you for
1: having me. Of course. And I will love to do this again. I'll just have to chase you for another few months. No,
0: I don't live too <laughs> harass
1: long. you on Twitter. <laughs>
0: Not at all. I appreciate this so much. Of Thank
1: course. You. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media, and if you have like any websites or anything you want to promote?
0: Well, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Tommy Pistol. Um, there is one thing I would like to promote, and it is for my brother. Uh, His daughter, Isabella, suffers from uh, rheumatoid arthritis, and uh, I have it pinned on my front page, and it's a GoFundMe. So since I posted it uh, four days ago, a lot of people have actually chipped in and retweeted it, which I really uh, respect and very thank you, everyone, for doing that. So that is one thing uh, I would like to promote. Okay. If you, it's right on my pen page. It's GoFundMe. It says, "Help Isabel, help Elizabeth, Isabella, fight juvenile rheumatoid arthritis."
1: Wow, I so, didn't realize that because she's young. I assume yes. I didn't realize you could get it that young.
0: Yeah, from and then the shots to get that going, and with his mortgage, like my brother, like we didn't have a great relationship growing up because I was the youngest. But yeah. I mean, he's helped me so much since I moved out to LA. Mm-hmm. And if this is the way I could help back, then I definitely want to. Oh,
1: so. uh, well, thank you for that. Um, I really hope that people donate more.
0: Yeah, me too. Thank you. Anything else? No. Um, I mean, I'm on Instagram too.
1: So. I was looking for you on Instagram. I couldn't find I, you. I changed
0: it because uh, advice I got was to um not. Really, say your stage name for some reason. So I changed it a little. To mm-hmm. uh, so on Instagram, I am official underscore pistol underscore page. Okay. So.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely then, could not. Find I him. had
0: Tommy Pistol. Official Tommy Pistol, and then I ended up changing it because I heard a lot of people were getting uh, deleted. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah.
0: I figured I'll play by the rules as much as I can.
1: All right. Well, everybody go uh follow Tommy, donate to his brother's GoFundMe for his niece. And you guys can follow me at Holly Randall on Twitter and on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just a reminder, if you love my show, there are a lot of ways to support me. First of all, if you're listening to this on the Apple Podcast platform, if you can rate and review my show, that will help me a lot. Or you can always join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Unfiltered, And with your pledge, you get access to all kinds of cool perks and you help me make this show even better. I also have a Facebook page, Facebook.com slash groups slash Holly Randall Unfiltered. We have a lot of fun discussions there, all about the show and the guests. And my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash C slash Holly Randall Unfiltered. Next week on the podcast, I have the beautiful Kenzie Taylor. Kenzie recently just got cast as the lead in the new Axel Braun film, Captain Marvel. So she's really, really excited about that. And we talk about all kinds of stuff, porn related and not. Um, She is a fellow sober sister. So we get to talk about one of my favorite topics, sobriety. And um, she's got a really moving story, which is, um, I think, really, really inspiring. So make sure that you come back next week for Kenzie Taylor on Holly Randall Unfiltered.